so we're about to get hammered with a thunderstorm so if you start to hear stuff in the background it's just that oh okay <laughs> there's a giant storm system from like almost the Georgia Florida line up to like um, up to like New York State oh really yeah and it's just hammering everybody and we're we're about to get hit by it oh that's exciting oh yeah I love a good storm. Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm dealing with a new issue in this lovely state of South Carolina. Oh, no. I took... What's illegal this week? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I took the dog out mm. on Saturday night. Yeah. And I... The dog now spends... When he goes out, he wanders around a lot. So I go down to the bottom of the, the deck and wait for him. And I usually pull my phone out and play like solitaire or whatever. And yeah. so put him down on the grass. He goes running out into the darkness. I lean up against the the deck and pull my phone out. And, and out of the corner of my eye, I see something slither past my foot. Uh-oh. And I was like... And so I jumped, I jumped away and looked like it had gone under the deck. And so I'm looking under the deck and I don't see anything move. And so now I'm like, did I actually see what I thought I saw? Or am I hallucinating that like I stepped on a stick and like it jumped and like, so, so I was like, all right, whatever. So a couple hours later, a dog had to go back out. I walk down there, I put him down and I look and there's a baby snake and it not only any baby snake, but it's a baby copperhead. Oh shit. Yeah. Because there are lots of copperheads in South Carolina and it's mating season for them. And so I didn't have anything to kill it with. Um, but I watched it burrow under the, concrete slab that I'm standing on so I'm like great so the nest is under the concrete slab there's no telling how many snakes are actually under there Um, and I live in a house with a kid who doesn't really pay attention a wife that doesn't who hates snakes and a blind deaf dog that would just step on the snake if he doesn't see it or smell it oh god so Saturday morning Huh? Go ahead. Uh, so Saturday morning, like all night Saturday, like I didn't get any sleep on Saturday night because now I'm up researching what to do about snakes in your yard. And there's all kinds of like snake repellent that you can buy. And, um, apparently cedar, um, cedar mulch is really good at repelling snakes. Cause there's a smell in the cedar that 
mm-hmm. basically like drives them nuts and they won't come near it. Okay. Okay. So wake up Saturday morning, tell, tell the other two, it's like nobody goes out back until further notice. And I tell them why, and they both flick freak out. And I'm like, great. So I go to Home Depot and I buy snake repellent and um, cedar mulch and start mm-hmm. spreading it around the backyard. And uh, now there's a huge line of it um, that goes around the edge of the the concrete pad. And I haven't seen anything move, so I don't know whether or not they're just all now dying under the thing or what. But dealing with snakes you is probably- not the thing that I wanted to do this weekend. I bet. Well, and you probably don't want to hear this, but most snakes stay within 20 feet of where they're born. Oh, don't tell me that. So, so either mama snake laid an egg or. Well, so last year I found a snake skin under the deck. Okay. And so I didn't really think anything of it because I've looked around and there was no place um, you know, copperheads particularly don't like the cold, so it's not going to be under the house. Um, they don't, they like it to be warm. And so like the, right. the sun beaten down on the concrete pad. Right. Is, is probably a like a perfect place for them. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they're now trapped in there and they're just going to starve to death <laughs> and not come out. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Good thing you don't believe in karma. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? I got to protect the people that live in this house. That's right. There's not a church who could take the snakes <laughs> from you? Um, I don't know, maybe. But then I have those weird church people at my house. Yeah, that's true. And I don't want that. Fuck that noise. Hmm. So it was a it was a long week. <laughs> I bet lots of shit going on. Wow. And I guess before we I get into um, you know the normal stuff, we have to address a major loss this week. You know, okay. Talking about? Go ahead. Uh, I'm assuming it's R- William Friedkin. No. No? No. That was Margolis? Yes, today. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Oh, I hadn't seen that one. Oh, no, I was talking about the the late, great Paul Rubens. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that makes three. Who was the third? Uh, Mark Margulis, he was on Breaking Bad and Better Call oh, Saul. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, we didn't even talk last week about Sinead O'Connor dying. No, we didn't. So, yeah, Paul Rubens, man, another piece of my childhood. Mm-hmm. It's been an interesting. Yeah. Um, outpouring on social media for for Paul Rubens 
Uh-huh. Um, you know, he spent six years battling cancer and didn't tell anybody. At least he didn't tell the right. public. Right. Um, but the stories that come out of the... If he knew you and he knew your birthday, on your birthday, not only did you get a card and gifts, but he, like, sent you text messages all day long. Mm-hmm. And he did that for everybody he knew. Wow. Maybe I'll start doing that. <laughs> like every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes? There you go. Just, One letter at a time. There you go. I was just going to say that. Um, yeah. Um, and I was looking through his IMDb and the amount of stuff that he was in that I was not even aware that he was in. Um, you know, is it's a huge body of work. Yeah. He did a lot of voiceover work, especially after his theater incident, Mm -hmm. which is funny because if that had (laughs) happened today, it would have just been kind of shrugged off. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, he did most, most of his appearances and stuff from the early eighties, he's billed as Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't going by Paul Rubens for a long time. Um, but I mean, he was in Mork and Mindy and, uh, meatballs Two, And then he does Pee Wee's big adventure. And then he was the voice in flight of the navigator and he was the voice in star tours. Um, you know, he did all of these things before. I mean, I don't remember what year he, what his incident was. Was it like the late eighties that he was? Uh, I think it was early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. Cause I was already in Florida. Okay. Cause I mean, he does Pee Wee's playhouse up until 1990 and then he's, and Batman Returns and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Nightmare Before Christmas. And so, I mean, while he was canceled, he wasn't, it's not like he didn't work. Mm-hmm. He can, he continued to work, just not as that character. Right, right. And then he was in Mystery Men and Blow. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Batman Returns. Yep. So yeah, another another piece of my childhood gone. Yeah, it's happening a lot. Uh, yeah, seems like every single day. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he's he's in an episode of Bob's Burgers. He did sometime this year. He did five episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. He did. Apparently, as the Dybbuk. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, he was the voice of something. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully finds peace from whatever he was dealing with. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. 
So another... uh, the other one. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say the other one I mentioned, William Friedkin, kind of like invented the new horror genre with The Exorcist. Well, and and he did like, um, you know, he also directed The French Connection, which is widely mm-hmm. regarded as one of the best action films ever. Mm-hmm. 87. That's a decent run, I guess. It's a good life. Yeah. Was his old age? Uh, maybe. Or did they not even say? I, the, the article on Variety doesn't say really. Yeah, it says he died Monday in Los Angeles. He was 87, and his death was confirmed by a friend of his wife. Hmm. That's still a good life. And he still has one more movie coming out. Oh, well, there you go. So, you know, the uh, his legacy lives on. <laughs> And the nice thing about all these people is that you can actually go back and visit them whenever you want. That's right. Go where they planted them. Yep. So there was another piece of weird news this week that I wanted to run by, get your take on. So Disney announced this week that an animated version of the live action remake of Lion King is in the works. What? That's what I said. It was reported this week that an animated version of the live action Lion King remake was in the works. And my response was, well, isn't that the first movie? But uh, apparently, uh-huh. it's a prequel to the CGI movie. It's called Mufasa, the Lion King. Oh, is that okay? So somebody was burying the lead, big time, because that's not the way it was written. Oh, really? Yeah. It the the headline literally said that a live action remake, or an animated remake of the live action. Um, Lion King was in the works. So it's like, well, no, Lion King one and a half was during the Lion King. So this is like Mufasa as a kid, I guess. Yes. But you got to have James Earl Jones. It doesn't work without him. All right. Well, at least that makes more sense. I had been scratching my head. I didn't understand it. Played Mufasa in the CGI version. Oh, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Well, now that he's turned over his the rights to his voice to AI, <laughs> I guess they could just splice it together if he doesn't if he's not up to it. <laughs> 
everything you see that the sun touches, we <laughs> roll. Sounds perfect. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's a case of, well, we already have the models built. Is it animated or is it CGI? It's CGI. Okay. It's CGI. Because it's got Seth Rogen and those people. Yeah. So weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Disney's grasping at straws. I mean, look, I, I will take a new... A new story with existing IP than remakes of their animated movies. Yeah. Like at least they're trying to do something new. I can, I can get behind that. Like, like, okay, we're going to tell young Mufasa story. All right, fine. Right. You're still playing in that sandbox, but at least you're not retelling the lion King. I'll, I'll take that all day long. All right. I mean, but then like they do this, like Disney does this weird shit with like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, or well, it's not the Seven Dwarfs anymore. The right. seven magically magical creatures, or whatever it is. Yeah, and it's like so. The reason they're not using little people is because Peter Dinklage was made some comments about it, and now the little people are pissed off <laughs> because they're losing work. Yep. <laughs> like hmm maybe you should rein in your uh, spokesperson there well and that was that was all the arguments when he first said that was like well no you're taking you're taking jobs away from little people in that case it's not like was it snow white and the huntsman yes where there were average sized people and they just like shrunk them in cgi Mm -hmm. like that they should have been pissed off about Right. That's taking well, work away and from also, people. And they're also pissed off that he, Hugh Grant is the Oompa Loompa. Well. Because right. he's taken he's taken work away from them. I can kind of see that. You can't make everybody happy. No. No, but then on the flip side, so Disney doesn't do that, and I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but like the doesn't look like the the highest um quality, quality. movie like the yeah yeah I, I i don't know what to do about it <laughs> yeah well and now there's talk that it may be canceled they may not even release it because of all the backlash between that and having a, a non-white snow white <laughs> yeah well I'm, uh, look, I'm uh, I'm all for inclusion, but the thing of Snow White is pale skin. Snow is skin is white as snow. Right. Yep. So yeah, it's it's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you gotta have something to complain about on Twitter. It's X now. Get those clicks. Yes, it is X. It's not Twitter. You're, you're, have you been on th- what on Threads? Have you been on Threads? Yes. So, I joined Threads specifically because Elon Musk was getting outraged every time he saw more people sign up. 
Right. So I signed up. I haven't been on it since. But it's I, not I, very active. No. No. I mean, once once Twitter finally collapses, it'll probably pick up. Oh, I'm sure. But I, I'm I sure. think everybody did what I did. Oh, it's pissing off Elon Musk, so I'm going to sign up for threads. So I'm going to sign up and not use it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, George Takei, George Takei has made the, the leap. Okay. Still waiting for Shatner and Hamill. I think Hamill might have already. I They probably all secured their threads handle. Yeah. They're just probably not threading or whatever the the term is for that. Right. I mean, come on. Social media is going to be the downfall of society anyway. So. Yeah. It's very left. Well, that's because Twitter is so far right. Right. Anyway, what did you watch this week? Um, what did I watch? Where do you want to start? Um, I don't know. You pick. All right, then we got to talk about Star Trek. Okay. So Star Trek had their musical episode this week. Mm-hmm. Um, called uh, Space Rhapsody. Um, and I was very pleasantly surprised by it. I thought it was well done for what it was. So I was really was, worried that like they were going to be singing for no reason. Well, and they kind of were. Well, but they, I mean, the first song they're singing about, why am I singing? Right. And so, so, but like there was an actual like story reason. It wasn't just we're doing right. a musical episode of a show. Oh, okay. Now. Okay. You know, it, it wasn't like, you know, we're just because yeah, because Strange New Worlds is great at doing different genres every week. And mm-hmm. I didn't want them to just be like, this is the musical one and we're going to sing for no reason. And right. so, like, you know, they come upon this, the subspace fold and they can't get it to work. They let their communications experiments to work. So um, Carol Kane suggests music because of the frequencies or whatever, which mm-hmm. makes them all sing to like music that just pops up. Right. Um, and I, I not a huge musical guy. I like some musicals, some I could leave. Um, uh-huh. but I was very, very impressed by the people on the show that can sing. Um, the songs, the the first one where they were talking about why am I singing mm-hmm. was a little strange. And then like Pike goes and um, calls his girlfriend and mm-hmm. then she starts to sing and then she's singing about I don't know why I'm singing. And I was like, let's not repeat stuff. Right. Like, let's just move it forward. Um, but there were some songs like the song that um, La'an sings in her quarters when she's singing over mm-hmm. um, Kirk was a really right. good song. It right. was catchy. It the, the lyrics all worked like th- from all the songs that they did, there was only like one that I really didn't like. 
Um, and that was the one when um, number one was singing in her quarters to uh-huh. somebody else. Uh huh. Yep. That was the one where I was like, this doesn't work. Yep. But all the other ones, the Spock singing about I'm the X. Um, and the final number, the final one, when they're all up on the, on the bridge singing. Right. And they're, they're doing choreography and they cut to the Klingons and the Klingons are singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought the Klingons was the best. Yeah. And so like, like I was very happy with, with what they were able to pull off for this. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And I don't know if you know who the Klingon captain was. Did you, did you recognize no. who the Klingon captain was? I did not. It is the guy that played Hemmer. They brought him back. Who? Hemmer from last season. The the um, the engineer. Oh. The Andorian okay. guy that, that throws himself off of the the ship to save right. everybody. Um, it was it. His actor came back because. They had done um, a couple of episodes ago when Ohura was seeing things and she saw like Hemmer as a zombie and then she was like watching oh, okay. a video of him. I guess while okay. he was up there, they asked him if he wanted to be in the musical episode. And so they dressed him up as a Klingon and put him on the bridge. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I loved I loved after the last song where the original theme song played from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like as as almost like an encore. <laughs> right. I I I really I don't think I've ever enjoyed as many Star Trek episodes as I have with Strange New Worlds. Right. Cuz Star Trek has always been like a hit or miss because they do like 23 episodes. Right. In a season. So it was always like there were always filler episodes, but strange Mm -hmm. new worlds is just swinging for the fences. And they're like, we're going to do a musical episode and this is what it's going to be. And I just, I really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was well done. I thought the songs were good. I thought the way they used the songs was good. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was a really fun standalone episode. Yep. I don't think we really furthered any of the story, but really don't have to every week. No. And I was watching, I was watching a video that, um, they were talking about original series canon and how they're starting to get away from canon now. Right. Um, especially with Kirk being on the enterprise as much as he's been. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, because in the original series, he says that, um, he had only met Pike once and that was as a fleet admiral, but now he's, he's been on the ship a bunch of times. Um, and you know, it's never been like they showed Kirk and Spock's first meeting and like, they've done all this now. And what they were, they were talking about was the fact that, um, when they did the episode this season where 
Laan goes back into the past with the other version of Kirk. And mm-hmm. Khan is actually a kid instead of already being off planet at that point. That that is the timeline that we're in. And so this show is not necessarily going to line up with Star Trek canon. Mm-hmm. That they're going to do their own thing and they're going to steer the ship kind of towards the canon, but they're going to make their own stories based on what um, what they think is best for the show. Mm-hmm. And so they quoted something from Leonard Nimoy. And I actually found the, the quote. And he was talking about canon and he said, canon is only important to certain people because they have to cling to their knowledge of the minutiae. And he said, open your mind, be a Star Trek fan and open your mind and say, where does Star Trek want to take me now? And I think that's probably the best way to look at something that's happening in the past. That's Mm -hmm. happening before the original series. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. can, they can bump up against Canon or whatever, but they don't necessarily have to stick to it. And they, right. they were talking about like the idea of like the enterprise itself. Like they didn't rebuild it to look like the 1966 spaceship. Mm-hmm. They built it to through the lens of what the ship would look like to somebody in 2023. And nobody's complaining about it. So why would they complain if they go off canon a little bit? So, well, and I, I think when they concentrate too much on canon, sometimes they don't succeed. No, then... I mean, you've, you've, you know, you've got these great characters, so why not take them in a slightly different direction? Right. It doesn't need to be a multiverse, you know, it's just, it's a different story. Like the thousands and thousands of novels that are out there about Star Trek. Right. And, and like, if it's not, if we're not watching what would be considered the quote unquote prime timeline, mm-hmm. then they don't necessarily have to stick to canon. They, they right. have wandered around it with like Pike's accident and, you know, they've tried to explain some stuff in canon, but at the end of the day, like, I really don't think that they need to stick to it as as strictly as I used to think they should. So I don't know. I, I hope that they continue to do this show for a while Mm -hmm. and do it the way that they want to do it because they are killing it. They're knocking it out of the park every single week. Right. And it's one of those things like, okay, so the first two episodes weren't great but they were still better than like most of the discovery episodes or, you know, enterprise or any of those. So I hope they keep it up. Yeah. And we're almost done with righteous gemstones. We are done. Well, I haven't seen the last one. Oh, so we're almost done. <laughs> okay. I saw the one where, uh, the brother-in-law turns in his entire clan. Oh yeah. Under, under the, under the freeway, under the overpass. Yeah. 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 
I watched them back to back, so I'm trying to I'm trying to remember where the episode ends because I don't want to spoil the last one for you. All right, because well, the last one another... is really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they they subvert subvert expectations in a couple of places where I was okay. not thinking that they were going to go where they did. Um, and it's just, it's done really well. Like, um, I guess they've announced that there's going to be another season. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, okay. but yeah, once, once you see it, we'll, uh, we'll discuss it. Okay. All right. Next time. Yeah. Um, a new season of Cobra Kai dropped. Wait, what? Did that? When did that happen? Oh no, we're on. No, we're on six. Never mind. <laughs> Is it something that you just didn't watch? No, I did watch it. Oh, okay. But I mean, I I haven't rewatched it. Okay. Anyway, well, it's coming soon. See, it's I'm going to be on DVD September 12th. I'm so confused as to like, there had been all these reports about Cobra Kai filming their season uh, early because the kid had to go film Blue Beetle. Right. And so they weren't sure when they were going to get him back. So they had just... They, they had decided to film it early and then like there was all this talk about like um like the they didn't know when the season was going to premiere because of the writer's strike and then the actor strike and I was like but wait a minute isn't it all filmed so I am completely lost with what's going on with Cobra Kai mm-hmm. No idea. I also heard that apparently the the Frasier reboot is already to it's completed before the strikes. Oh really? Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, here comes the rain. So I watched a new show this week. You did. So there's a show on Peacock called Twisted Metal. That uh-huh. is based on a video game, but yeah, you don't have to play, play the video game to like understand what's going on. Um, okay. It's Anthony Mackie um, in a post-apocalyptic world where, I guess, in early 2002 or whatever it was, like society collapses. And it's okay. 20 years later and he is, his job is he's what's called a milkman. And he's basically a delivery guy that drives from, um, gated city to gated city and drops things off and picks things up. And he doesn't live within the gates of any community, but he can drive between them. Um, and Anthony Mackey is showing his comedy chops. Like, Oh really? You don't really see him as if as a 
comedic actor a lot. Okay. Um, but in this, he is like absolutely killing it. Hmm. And it's a little dark and it's a little, um, violent. Um, but I mean, it's, it's really well done for a Peacock show. Right. So I don't know if you have Peacock or find another way to watch it or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. I watched the first one and I was like, well, we'll give this a shot. And they're only half hour. There's 10 of them. Okay. Um, so it's a real easy watch. But yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I also watched something new. Yeah. What'd you watch? There's a show called The Bear. It's about a restaurant. Oh, okay. Um, first season is brother moves back home to help run the family's um, Chicago beef restaurant. Okay. And a um, lot of dysfunction in that family. Okay. And then the second season, the end of the last season, they, they come into a large sum of money and they decide to open their own uh, A-list restaurant in the same location. And that this whole season was all about them doing that. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Oh, really? She she plays the the mother of the restaurant family, and oh my God, her episode was amazing. Okay, just amazing. I think you would like it. I've heard I've heard from other people that it's a really good show. It it reminds me a lot of Rescue Me. Oh, really? Where it's a bunch of angry people shouting at each other, but underneath it all, their family and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I think you might like it. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check that out. I'm start with, with the lull in new stuff. Um, I'm definitely going to have to find new things to watch. Right. Well, maybe you can watch the, uh, the televised cage match between Elon Musk and Zuckerberg. Oh, Elon Musk is going to back out of that. Oh no, he's been lifting weights. He yeah, and but then he, he doesn't also, have any time, so he brings them into the office. He also said that he's got to get um, he's got to get X-rays on his neck because he's got to undergo surgery or something. And it's just <clears> like, dude, come on, you you made a threat, and now you're backing down. Because you're a little weenie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of Zuckerberg recently. But like, uh, no, but I know he's he's fairly ripped. Yeah, I mean, homeboy has been training a lot. Yeah. And like he spends all his time like like MMA fighting now. So I'd like to see him teach a lesson to asshole and see what happens. Oh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> TKO when he never recovers. He's got to wear a, a helmet the whole the rest of his life. That would be fun. It's part of that fuck around and find out thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good luck with that.
Um, did you hear about uh, Stanley from The Office? He had had a GoFundMe or Kickstarter to create a new show called Uncle Stan. Okay. And basically it's the character Stanley comes out of retirement in Florida, moves to LA to help his nephew. And um, he collected $110,000 and he's giving it all back because the movie's not going to happen. The show's not going to happen. Wow. It's like, oh, well, that's kind of big of him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how he he could have just said that like he used it in like development or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said the funds were never used for any purposes other than uh, backer refunds, and um, it's pretty much been in an account not touched. So he's issuing refunds. I think that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't see that from anybody else. No, you wouldn't. That's sad. We had a couple of new trailers. We did? What do we, what Didn't do we, we? What did we get? Wasn't there a final trailer for Loki? And a final trailer for Ahsoka? Uh, or I am did, I just behind the times? I didn't watch the Ahsoka one because I'm at the point now okay. where I don't want to see anything new. Um, okay. We did We did get the, the Loki trailer, though, which looks very interesting. Does it does? I really like the inclusion of um, Kihuan. Yeah, I thought... I'm beginning to think that Kiwi Kwan from uh, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, yeah, is Kiwi Kwan, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's he's got that way of speaking and. No, I mean, that's the dude's voice. I don't know what he's going to do about that. I know. Well, I know. But, you know, it, sometimes it sounds a little too much Mr. Eddie's father, you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I, it looks it looks interesting. It looks like it's exploring things from the past phases as opposed to setting up new ones. Mm-hmm. which I guess is good because Marvel, all their new shit doesn't make any sense anymore. Right. So I'm hoping that th- this is at least entertaining. Um, But, you know, you got like Loki slipping through time and winding up at like, um, like a 1970s McDonald's with Sylvie mm-hmm. being there. And, um, you know, there's a couple of things that looks like he's back in the void and, um, I, I really hope that this is a way better experience than the last thing that Marvel tried yeah. to stick on us. Apparently it, it is going to feature Kang and it's Jonathan Majors. They didn't try to like retcon him. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. I guess I don't know what the decision was. Um, if this project had just been too far along for them to really do anything or whether yeah. or not they're just going to stick with them. Um, you know, his, I, I don't know if you followed his 
court cases, but the woman that accused him of the battery was also arrested. Right. Um, for, I guess, hitting him or doing shit to him too. So it seems like a, he said, she said type thing. Um, mm. I definitely know that there were a lot of people that came out after he was arrested saying this is, we've known about this with him for a long time and it's finally catching up with him. So I don't know if he's in, he's just a prick in person and Marvel's just going to go with it. Um, because they've got their entire future riding on Kang. Right. And yeah, they could, they could recast him and write it into the storyline. I don't think that that would be an issue, but it doesn't look like that's the way that they're going to go. At least not yet. I don't think until they're in the process of making something new because all this shit had been shot like last year. Right. And so, yeah, they could have gone in and reshot a new guy and then just comp them back in. But that probably would have been too much. And with Disney tightening um, budgets, they probably didn't have the money to do it. They're just trying to get the, the work done at that point. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's one of it's definitely one of the better MCU shows that they've done. Yeah. Hopefully they can keep the momentum up with the second season. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many seasons they plan on doing for, for Loki, but And I'm still not convinced that he's not going to show up in Deadpool three. Oh, really? Well, okay. Owen Wilson's in Deadpool three for sure. There as that a, character, as that character, there was one of the first things that they filmed for Deadpool three was a fight in the woods between Deadpool and TVA agents. And, um, the the wider pictures of Deadpool with Wolverine they're fighting in front of the a giant stone version of the 20th Century Fox logo that's oh. that's like been dropped and so the the prevailing theory is that um Deadpool gets pruned into the void and that's where he meets Wolverine, which would be, oh, they're not, okay. th he's not alive. Like Logan died in his movie, but this is a variant of Logan. Right. In the comic book accurate version of the suit. Hmm. So it seems like Deadpool is more, is more well thought out than a lot of the MCU stuff that's coming out now. Okay. Cause a lot of the shit that that's going on now just seems like they're not even watching the other shows to see what's going on. Well, that's probably a good thing. Well, be a good thing if it all connected. Yeah. <laughs> 
But what do I know? I'm just the target audience. <laughs> they also dropped a I Am Groot season two trailer. Yeah, I haven't watched it. <laughs> the first the first season was cute. Okay. But, uh, you know, I don't know if we'll sit through another one. <laughs> well, it's a good thing they're short. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... Things are starting to slow down on uh, the tube. Yeah, there's not too much. Uh, there's one more episode of Star Trek. And I think that's it for me. I mean, I don't think I, yeah. there's anything else coming out new that I watch. Okay. So I'll end up. I did start. I did watch a couple of episodes of Good Omens 2. Okay. Um, and it's, it's okay. I mean, yeah, I think tenant and, um, what's his name? Michael Sheen, Michael Sheen, Sheen are really good together. Mm -hmm. I think whenever they're together, like it's great. It's all the other stuff that kind of bores me. And yeah. I like I don't know how it's going to play out and I'm going to end up watching the rest of them. But like. Well, you're there. There's quite the surprise at the end. Oh, OK. Quite the surprise. OK. I mean, good. <laughs> well, um, has me something to look forward to. Then. Have you seen have you seen Miranda Richardson? Yes. Yeah. As the, the demon. Yeah. OK. I just love her. Yeah, she's always good. She's always... She is. Whenever she's in something, it's usually a good thing. Yeah, she was hilarious in Black Adder. Was she, she was in Black Adder? Uh-huh. Okay. Like, I need to watch... So, I mean, just looking at what's on... Amazon, like I need to watch Jury Duty because I, you said that that was pretty good. Yeah. I need to finish Good Omens too. I need to finish the last season of Jack Ryan. Mm hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be stuff to watch. That's new to me. Right. We're hitting the Little Mermaid on uh, Disney Plus next month. That's quite the. Usually they come on faster than that. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it's taken them that long. Well, maybe they hope the longer it stays in theaters, the more they'll make on it. I guess. I mean, it's already on digital. You can you right. can buy it now, but I don't know. I I don't know if I'll ever see it. No. I mean, it's fine for what it is. 
the the actress who plays Ariel is really good. Yeah. But it's what it is. It's a remake. It's like why did why did we need another remake of this? Because there's no straight to video shit anymore and Disney doesn't know how to make that money yeah. back. Well, that's for true. I mean, when when we were younger, it would be Aladdin would come out in the theater and then Aladdin two, three and four would be straight to video. <laughs> right. And then they would throw them in the vault, quote unquote, for a year. Mm-hmm. And then Disney would announce coming from the vault, you know, so that you could buy right. them again. But in the land of streaming, that shit doesn't exist. Right. Mm hmm. You see Barbie's pushing a billion. Yeah, and it's driving people crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Imagine your ego being so fragile that pink pisses you off. <laughs> like it, it's not so much the pink that it's she's a feminist. I know. I know, but people are getting accosted because they're wearing pink to see the movie. You know, and it's just like, is there really nothing else that you could be concerned about? Right. Like, who fucking cares? I mean, I hear it's a good movie. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I uh, the women I know love it. Like, they'll see it multiple times. Well, and like, you know, it's PG-13 and my kid went to see it. And... Mm-hmm you know, a strong female character that's proving that like, she doesn't necessarily need the dude to like take care of her is probably a good thing. Right. So like, I, I don't understand the hatred for all this shit, man. I really don't. Cause we, we can't let young girls know that they have power. Exactly. Like it's all fucked up, man. <laughs> Yeah. Shit bothers me to no end. Just leave it alone. If you don't like it, don't go see it. Exactly. But you know, what's his nuts? Um, Which one? Ben Shapiro. Who, mm. who went to go see the film after bashing it, which I didn't understand. Right. And then made two videos on his YouTube channel that were longer than the movie about how much he didn't like Barbie and then bought Barbie dolls to burn. It was like, you're just a world-class asshole. Like, I don't understand Mm -hmm. what you think that that shit's accomplishing. But, you know, assholes got an asshole. Hey, that's the world we live in. It's not going to get better anytime soon. Well, unfortunately, that is very true. I did read something um, recently that 
uh, Indiana Jones, that movie is going to make somewhere close to a half a billion dollars when all is said and done. Oh, really? So I'm not really sure why people are saying that it's a flop. Because it's not making a billion dollars. That's that's why. Totally fucked up, man. I was trying to see if I could find where it said that. Uh, What's July? Where's... What is it? Boxoffice.com? Box office. Box office mojo. Um, let's see. So domestically, it's a hundred and seventy million dollars. And then like the worldwide take is bumping it up. And it's like, that's not, that is not a fucking flop. Right. Whether you want to think so or not. Worldwide as it sits, it's $368 million. That's not bad. No. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) So Disney's going to make their money back. Oh, of course they are. They don't give you um, budgets on here, but it it'll it'll at least break even, so they can suck it. Let the haters hate, <laughs> right? So did you watch anything else this week or was that it? No, that was it. That was it. There was a new episode of the after party, but you're not watching that. So, Oh no. Is that any good? I like it. It's very much like only murders in the building. That's coming out soon too. Yes. See, there'll be new stuff. When does that come out? Uh, Only Murders Season 3. The premiere's tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, so... Several weeks of a really good comedy. That'll work. Mm Mm-hmm. 
How many how many episodes are there seasons? At 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. So at least one new thing a week. <laughs> There'll be so much time for other activities. Right. All right. Well, I guess we're winding down then. I guess. Um, so we're out of steam. We're not going to be doing a show for a couple of weeks because you're going to be gone. Right. So setting expectations. If you don't hear from us, that's why. <laughs> right. Um, you're going for two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks? Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. no show for at least two weeks. Yeah. And sorry we ended on a bummer, but you know, whatever. Oh well. <laughs> what do you expect? Cohesion? Exactly. Silly <laughs> rabbit. Tricks are for kids. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on YouTube and Facebook and let us know you're listening. So until next time, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Lieutenant, are you telling me our emotions constitute a security threat? (laughs) 